Working on Chewing the Fat with Port Chart Williams. I'm Port Chart Williams. On this week's episode, we got the former promoter, uh, Mr. Patrick Pittman. He has done it all for ICW. You've heard us talk about it. We're going to talk about it small. We're going to dive on in. And it starts right now. pressure washed but you call dlm auto detailing and pressure washing call david today at 252-885-8272 welcome to chewing the fat this is take two (laughs) (laughs) yeah we tried it before and it didn't record so here we are again. All right, we got Patrick Pittman on the show. Um, and Patrick, I'm going to say this before we get started. Um, we had Jason T-Bone Gray on, and he uh, we recorded a segment that did not record, and um, it really upset him, so I'm going to touch on that first. Uh, he, 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 he pumped up your uh, podcast, don't, don't Get Me Started, uh, with Patrick Pittman, mm-hmm. and um he also uh, praised you for everything that you did with ICW, uh, Impact Championship Wrestling, and uh, the promoting you did, the time you put in, and uh, and I thank you too for what you did. Well, man, I enjoyed it. It was, I had the time of my life doing that stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. Even though I wasn't a wrestler per se, it, it is a brotherhood, and it felt like everything that we did, we did together. We right. were trying to get build a company up. Um. I learned a lot about wrestling mm-hmm. by doing that. Right. And like I said, I wanted it to succeed. I wanted us to take on Vince, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. We needed more than serious as a, as a sponsor. <laughs> I know we did. But yeah, man. <clears throat> um, I really did enjoy doing it. And, you know, like I said before, I would do it again in a heartbeat. It was a lot of fun. It was, man. I remember you showing up out there in Castellia with your long hair and your baggy britches mm-hmm. and your wife and um, your two little boys. My two little boys that are now, one's getting ready to go to college next year. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. everybody listening to my podcast, I need to pay for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> are you sponsored? No, not yet. Ah, it, 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 it'll come. It will. Yeah. You listen to my show, man. You, it'll, it'll skyrocket. You uh, there you go. I do listen to your show. <laughs> I'm sorry. If they listen to my show, <laughs> then <they'll... laughs> we're going to get to the podcast in a minute. Um, to your podcast first, let's discuss um, ICW. Let's do it. What was your role? And when you came, okay, no, no, no. Let's back up. Let when you first came in. Mm-hmm. You were a fan. Yes. And then you wanted to be a part of. You wanted to start training. Yes. All right. Tell us about that. Um, I first heard about it from T-Bone's wife. Right. We were good friends back in the day before they knew each other. I used to hang out with her brother and everything. We used to all party together. And I heard that she had got married. So, you know, Facebook connection, messaged her. and So you didn't meet Jason after they were married? No. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I, did, I didn't know Jason. You know, I didn't know none of you guys. Um. So when I messaged her and she was, you know, I was asking about him and everything. Right. She said he run a wrestling organization. 
and uh, that we should come check it out. Well, I do remember the first time when she gave us the address where it was at, I was expecting a building. Mm-hmm. There was no building. <laughs> um, we, we pulled up because we were like, where in the hell are we at? Because it was in the middle of fucking nowhere. It was. And uh, so for y'all to pull a crowd that y'all did yeah. in the middle of nowhere like that, that was pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. When you get to the sticks, you ain't there yet. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Go past the sticks <laughs> to 10 foot foot two. But um, yeah. So when I got out there, you know, I saw Ashley and met Jason, met you. And uh, y'all kind of, I kind of wanted to be involved. So I wanted to train. I was like, you know, it'd be good one exercise. I don't do a lot of that anymore either. But Right. Didn't but, you have like a leather coat and a backwards hat? I always had a backwards hat. <laughs> um, and I probably did have a leather coat at the time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, we came out there and I got to talking to you and talking to Jason about training. And next thing I know, y'all were in there beating the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hard-ass damn wrestling ring. That thing was tough, man. That, that was a tough ring. Yeah, I remember... Uh, cursing that ring and hating that ring and then i got booked in goldsboro with da in a boxing ring and yeah I, at that point in time i'd do anything to have that ring back i think y'all had styrofoam or something under the canvas didn't you that ring in castella I, I don't know <laughs> carpet pad maybe <laughs> whatever it was it didn't give shit yeah um so you started training mm-hmm. and how and how how did that go who who's training you um, you trained me majority of the time. No, yeah. I'll be honest. Me and Jason lived close together right. at one point, so I would spend a lot of time with him. Yeah, so it was kind of a mix between you and Jason in the ring. It was more you, I think. Um, and like I said, I enjoyed it. Even though I, I woke up the next morning sore and achy and didn't yeah. want to get the hell up and go to work because y'all sucked. y'all always trained on Sundays because usually yeah. your shows were on Saturday nights. But right. you guys were working somebody else's show right. the night before so you know we'd get out there like 11 o'clock yeah 10 o'clock, like 11 that. o'clock something like that two or three hours out there and warm ups and get through it and looking back now we had no business training nobody uh well y'all yeah. did y'all did pretty decent yeah we yeah i guess i mean i left i left with bruises so i guess that's good <laughs> <laughs> i uh i can't even get in the wrestling ring now let alone do anything in the ring so like, uh, like i told you before man my my mind, I, I'd jump in right now. Yeah. Start training again. My body would kick my ass. Yeah, I got to do it. And uh. my body, <laughs> my body telling me no. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> All right, so you started training, and um, you had a match. I, I was in one match, uh, and rumble. that was a rumble. Yeah. And you, I got, was, you got thrown out. I did, by you. <laughs> uh, I was the first entrant. Don't feel bad. Everybody got it thrown out by the kid. <laughs> but yeah, I was the first entrant. Um, I was La Luchador. La Luchador. I was apparently, and I know a little bit of Spanish, so La means female. So apparently I was a female luchador. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, it's a female prefix. But um, yeah, I came out. Um, I wrestled, had to wrestle with uh, Black Knight, which was Jay. Mm-hmm. And um, I was actually supposed to be the first one out, and Jay had knocked me to the, the mat when you came in. Mm-hmm. So you went ahead and grabbed him, flung him out, and then you flung me out right in front of my kids. 
<laughs> and the funny thing is they didn't know it was me. Because <laughs> they just thought I was in the bathroom or something. That's great. Because I had disappeared for a while. <laughs> That's great. But, yeah, I had to go back because I was using Vic's um, mask and, uh, and kick pads. Right. And uh, he, had my, to, he had to get dressed. Yeah. <laughs> he, he needed them for, um, I can't think of the, the one, the Japanese one that he does. <laughs> that one. Yeah. So um, he needed the kick pads. So that's why I, I, I'm going to say that's why I got throughout so early. Um, <laughs> so. So you mentioned earlier uh, uh, on the previous thing we tried to record, and for some reason it didn't. Uh, the first time you met me, what did you think? You were cool, but you seemed arrogant. Yeah. You seemed like you, you know, I'm trying to think of a way to express this that comes across. You seemed like you I'm, thought you should have been in the WWE at the time. Be honest, yeah. <laughs> you, you were kind of, I mean, don't get me wrong, you didn't come off as an asshole per se but you just gave off this vibe that hey i know i'm good yeah and i should be doing more and you expressed it a lot yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was a, I've, I've heard people say when i walked into the locker room um there was uh i brought a certain energy with me that was like you know this guy you know <laughs> damn he's here yeah. <laughs> But you know, um, I I felt strongly in, in my ability and what I could do. And and um, honestly, and you can ask my wife this if you ever talk to her. You were the best mic guy we had. You were the best on the mic. I, I mean, I know money was good too. Yeah. But that's a different. There's other things I can say about that, but I'm not. <laughs> but um, but yeah. When you when you got on the mic, people listened. Right, and, and you especially when you were healed, man. Right, because you could rev up a damn crowd. Yeah, because y'all were talking about you and T Bone were talking about that night that in Lewisburg where that guy picked up the chair and you had to go see Devils. They were, they were trying I to get in the ring. God, yeah, I remember it because I was working security that mm -hmm. night. I was on the other side. Right, and uh, I looked in there and I saw I think you had hit Red with a chair or something. He was laid out. He was laid out, and I was sitting there going. You're, you're, you're okay. He's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Because <laughs> everybody was focused on y'all. Nobody went on paying attention to us. That night, um, there were people in his family crying, and they had to bring, I guess, his daughter or somebody. I mean, it was a kid. Yeah. Back there. To, to, I want to say it was her birthday. We were sitting right next to each other. I was taking my tape off my wrist when she come in, and and uh, he had to tell her that we were just playing and, you know, we were really Y'all were hiding. Yeah. I mean, that, and look, yeah. spoiler alert, that's what it is. It's yeah. entertainment. That's right. But people get invested in it. Right. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I still watch WWE and I still get invested in it, even though I know that it's all scripted. Right. I'm not going to call it fake because I've been in there. It hurts. Oh, yeah. I ain't a and, trampoline. And me and my wife had this debate sometimes about that she hears it fake i'm like no you don't say that you, you say scripted you don't ever say the fuller f word that's right that <laughs> that is the really that's the actual bad f word in wrestler yeah but yeah and but the the guys out there man they're athletic they're you know you look at some of the guys that are made it oh, cedric yeah. alexander look at him yeah. he's an athletic dude yeah you know he was i knew he was going somewhere i knew the first time i ever seen him it's like if that guy don't make it something's wrong and to be honest with you, we had a couple guys in ICW. I really 
you know, Victor, he did, he's done really well for himself overall. Andrews. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm I like happy. to have him on the show. You, you should have him on the show, man. He's, I, I've actually tried to promote him, even though after ICW, mm-hmm. I've contacted uh, my TNA back in the day. Yeah. And it's like, hey, check out this guy. And I've tagged him and sent videos for them. And he never asked me to do any of that. But right. if I feel like somebody's that good, and he's got a hell of a work ethic with James Miranda, too. Yeah. Both of them got a hell of a work ethic. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> I, um, me and, I'm going to tell you a little quick background on me and Victor. Me and Victor did not get oh, along. I know. I, I already knew that. <laughs> in the day. We, we did not see eye to eye on anything that he was trying to do. And he, he would, I don't, I don't know. He was just, uh, uh, he, he was one of them guys that knew he was good. And geez, what else do I know like that? You get two people in the same room together, let y'all alone put, the same room. Yeah, and uh, and it was just. Um, but now, me and him had this talk. We did a um, a show together down at the coast, and uh, and I I was in the we were in the back. I was sitting in a chair. He was sitting across from me, about four of me and you. Me and Sean Cruz were sitting next to each other, and me and Victor had that talk. You know, like, hey, man, I know back in the day we didn't see eye to eye, but I just want to let you know, man, you're doing your thing, and I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. You know, excuse me for anything I ever said out of the way to you. I didn't. And we just, we laughed about it, and, we, you know, we shook hands and hugged, and that was that was it. You know, and then ever since then, we were cool. So Yeah, I try to get along with everybody. Um, and I knew you and Victor had y'all's. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever issues y'all had. Right. I didn't know what it was, but I could tell you, you know, you can kind of feel tension when tension's around. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, so, but I tried to, especially when I was working with ICW, right. I tried to keep the peace. Right. And, and Jason had enough on his plate. I was trying to calm people down that were mm-hmm. upset and things like that. And, hey, you know, Jason wants you to do this. You know, right. he kind of changes. Um, but, I, I remember, um, were you there? Okay, so Jason sold the company to me and Link. Mm-hmm. Were you there the first show that we mm-hmm. did? The, tur- the tournament? Yeah. Tag tournament? Yeah. Yeah, you, you were there for all that drama? Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, I was pissed with you that night. Why? Well, okay, I understand why you were upset, and, yeah. and I completely get that. Right. Okay. To be upset with the two guys that did what they did, right? I, I would have, I was upset about it too because I knew what the, the finish was, right? And it didn't go the way it was supposed to go, right? What happened with the Jay, right? If the way I look at it is this: if he had been seriously involved in all of that and not knowing that they were doing it behind your back, mm-hmm. he would have left with them, right? He stayed. He knew what was coming took the beating and then when it got to the back it continued and i understand hey i'm making an example out of you in the ring right i get that once it got to the back it should have been done that's just my opinion so and i but i understand heat right. of the moment right so i'm just going to clarify for what for the listeners uh it was my first show 
as the booker promoter for ICW. We had a tournament going on. Um, I had two guys, three guys rode in together. Uh, it was a tag team and another guy. Um, <clears throat> and then the, uh, I don't know how to say their name, Cold Blood and uh, Tony. Tony. They were a tag team called uh, Blood Money. And um, they were facing C.R. Smooth and Austin Shadows. Yeah, and they were supposed to go over. Yeah, Smooth and Shadows. Right, and um, and then um, there was a another promoter that rode in with them. Well, see, from another company. And see, here here was my issue on not necessarily you, but promoters in general, mm-hmm. and. If we, well, this was on the other segment they didn't record, right? But if we were to ever do another show, communication, because where I was yeah. working security that night, I didn't. I thought that was part of the show. I thought because who the hell would be ballsy enough to stand go, up and, and do walk? That. Yeah, go through. So I'm like, okay, this is all part of. Right. Kid, kid knows this, and I, I kept looking trying to find you to get confirmation that I was at the curtain watching, yeah. and I remember. But they they went in there. No, 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 no. Cobla was supposed to win. The Blood Money yeah, was supposed to win. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah. supposed to go over. That's right. And they hit these two with the double finish and looked in the front row and looked at the, the woman and was like, "What do you want us to do, boss?" She gets up and rolls some big old fuzzy dice in the ring. Right? Is that what happened? I didn't see the dice part. I just know that he pulled one of them over. Uh, I think Cobla pulled they one of them over top went, of both them of them and laid made, down and they rolled them over top of them and then one, two, three, and then they hauled ass. And I was like, and I stepped back from the curtain. I was like, that, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, because that changed. So I, mean, I, you I, had wa- a- I walked into the lock up the steps, into the locker room, into the dressing area. Mm-hmm. And I was like, anybody know about that? And everybody was like, know about what? I was like, they just went into business for themselves and completely changed the whole show. And then here comes the gorillas, bro. They was like, what was that bullshit? I was like, I don't know. Y'all just chill. I'll get it. I'll get it. So when they come in, Tony was the first one to me. Well, I was the first one to Tony when he walked in. And the thing is, Tony, I brought Tony in ICW. And yeah, so that did piss me off. He said, he said, I said, what the hell was that? And he said, uh, you're not going to jerk us around anymore. We're done. And I was like, I ain't jerked you around. This is the first, this is the first fucking show. Though. Right. What the hell? So, and then Lamont come in, and he, and I was, I was on this guy. Like, I was on both of them, and he didn't say a word to me. He just kind of smirked. And I turned around, and here was CR and Curtis and Shadow, and I was in their face. Did y'all have anything to do with it? They were, no, hell no. We didn't have nothing. I don't know nothing. I was in the, I was on the referee, everything. Mm -hmm. And then um, I told him, I was like, they started to get dressed, and I, and I held up the envelope for them. And Tony reached for it like he was going to get it. And I pulled it back. Like, really? I pulled it back. I was like, you ain't getting shit. Now, I said, I said, get the hell out of my locker room. I said, y'all can go dress in the parking lot. And when I said that, people in the locker room was like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> gorillas. Uh, yeah. When you say people, you mean gorillas. <laughs> yeah. Mainly D-Mac was like, get him out of your locker room. You know, hell yeah, yeah. Y'all bitches go. You know, he was all on it. And um, and then I turned to Jay and I was like, you ride with them? He was like, yeah. I was like, you don't know about that? He was like, no. I said, I said, Jay, look me well, in my he, eye and tell me you didn't know about it. He did. I mean, he went out there and did the super kick as um, Black Knight. Right. So, I mean, obviously they had talked about the finish, but I don't think he didn't know that you didn't know. 
And that that's what bothered me about it. Because, like I said, if he'd have known, in my opinion, yeah. if it would have been me and I was doing with them, conspiring with them, I'd have hauled ass with them. Yeah. Because I knew what was coming. Yeah. But he went out there like a pro, man, and he, he went out there. He knew he was going to get his ass beat, and, literally. And then when he, when he came back through the curtain to get dressed, uh, I remember him sitting down, and I told him, I said, don't even get comfortable. I said, there ain't no way you rode in that car all the way here. You didn't know about it, and um, and he 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 didn't at that point. I remember I was waiting. Mm-hmm. He never said I didn't know. I didn't know. He was just like he looked at me. He goes, "What do you want me to do?" And I was like, "I want you to get out." And he he kept he kept saying he he kept saying Jeremy Jeremy. He didn't call me Kendall Jeremy Jeremy. You know, come on, man. And then <clears throat> he wasn't moving fast enough, and yeah, all that happened, and that that shouldn't have happened. I, I agree. Um, yeah, because I was out because there was a lot of cussing going on in the locker room, and mm-hmm. our sponsor was right there in the front row. Yeah, and we were in the boys and girls club. Yeah, so I was, got, I come back there and I'm like, dude, y'all got to calm the hell down. We can hear y'all out there. Yeah, and I'm like, we're gonna lose sponsor. We're gonna lose the fucking building. Yeah. Well, it it, it 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 was just a whole bad situation. It, it really was. From, and from the time I bought it, from the time we, we got ICW to the end, and, and I, I hate it. I hate that it happened like that. I, I mean, I do too. Cause, and to be to be honest with you, after that, I think that was when, I know you talked about having to run two shows, which I know. It, it went downhill. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Fast. Know, and with, I hate that. With man, no breaks. <laughs> but yeah. It, it, I hated it. I hated it went downhill like that because yeah. I loved it, man. I yeah. loved ICW. Yeah. Because I, I told, you know, even when y'all were training me, I said I would never wrestle for another company. Right. If I'd, if I'd have made it as a wrestler, I wouldn't have never worked for another company. Wow. That's what you're supposed because, to do. Because I wasn't in it to get my name. I knew I wasn't going to be no fucking WWE guy, man. You know, and that's what a lot of these guys are out there trying to get their name out there yeah. so they can, you know, look at AJ Styles. Yeah. That's how he got it. Right. I'm not, I won't try and do I was doing it because I enjoyed it. It was fun. I wanted to be involved. Right. I, you know, if somebody called and said, hey, man, you know, I just need a body for a, a rumble, you know, hey, fine, I'll do that. Right. But I'm not going to be a consistent. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to go to every company I could go to and wrestle the best ones they got or either the worst ones they got and make them look great. You know what I'm saying? Well, see, and that's another thing, too, with ICW. I, if, Again, this is all speculation because I never, other than that one match, I never got any further. Right. But if I had made it in, I trusted those guys. Yeah. Like I, I would, I trust you in the ring. I trust Jason in the ring. You know, there really wasn't nobody there that was consistent there every week right. or every month that I didn't trust being in the ring with. Right. And that's I, I would have felt safe. And that's and that's the biggest. That's one of the biggest parts of being a wrestler. You gotta, you're holding your life in these people's hands. You know, these guys' hands. And as big of a douche I was, or an asshole I was, or arrogant or whatever, um, you wouldn't have went out there and intentionally hurt no, anybody. Never. I, I understood it was a show, and we went out there and we and we went out there and we we put on a show, and uh, that was my goal was to entertain them folks. And um, and so before that, before we got in ICW, before Jason left ICW, you had a big role in it. Mm-hmm. Now, what? Now explain your role. What, what was your role? Um, 
I always told people that I was mainly about promoting. You were a ICW promoter, no matter what nobody said to me. You were ICW and promoter. I always was trying to get sponsors and money to help Jason out. Right. Um, you know, I helped pick up Sears in Lewisburg. Right. Um, I was constantly talking to businesses. I was constantly talking to talent. Uh, you know, like I said, I got um, Tony in mm-hmm. when before you know he he contacted me and I mm-hmm. talked to him and I talked to Jason. I remember bringing in uh, James Anthony. I Please. seen him at UWC one night, and, and we got to talking, and uh, he came into ICW not long after that. He was pretty good. He is. He 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 really was great. He was he. Would, some guys just are better heels than they are faces, yeah. and I think he was a better heel. Yeah, you remember, you were a great heel. I remember. I remember he came to me, and he was like, "Hey, uh, so profit." I was like, yep. He was like, I want in. I was like, okay. Pro- <laughs> I, I went and talked to Jason. Honestly, if ICW had stayed around, Profit could have been a huge, huge yeah. thing, man. Jason, when I went to Jason about it, Jason was like, yeah, I already, I already got that idea in my head. I was like, great. Yeah, because you need, I mean, Profit needed a light heavyweight person, mm-hmm. and he was perfect for it. Yeah, we had me, Sean, Eric, and James. Yeah. Well, and you Mike. know, I loved it when STP was there. Yeah. Glenn. Oh, Glenn. Oh, Glenn. <laughs> Broderick. Broderick. <laughs> but when he was, I mean, I love Broderick. I mean, he was like you, though. When I first met him, he was cocky. Yeah. And, you know, he knew oh, he yeah. was good, and he had a good thing going. Yeah. I mean, I had is. an STP shirt. I ain't gonna lie. MF monster. There you go. <laughs> I mean... And you, you know, know, I'm still friends with him on uh, Instagram. You know what he kept telling me in the edge wrestling? What's that? <clears throat> he was like, I said, brother, we need to work you through. And he would always say, no, I don't want to work you. I was like, well, why don't you want to work me? He was like, because I'm trying to make you my DDP. I'm trying to be Hollywood Hogan. I'm trying to build you to be my DDP. <laughs> I said, you're trying to build me. <laughs> yeah, I see. That, and, that, he was, and then when we finally worked each other, uh, that was that was kind of the way we went. I was the DDP. Mm-hmm. He was Hollywood Hogan. You is, know? That, is that how you got the kid KO? No. Uh, so Rex was one of my really, really good friends. I remember Rex. And Rex, um, believe it or not, me and Rex share a niece. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So my brother... Uh, uh, did the nasty with Rex's sister years ago, <laughs> and they made a baby. And uh, they were they were together. Damn, for that's a while. how that happened. Yeah, they were together for a while when we were teenagers. But um, <clears throat> my niece was born, and uh, Rex and his sister really didn't have a lot. To do. You know, I ain't gonna put that out there, but you know, um, they were doing their own thing. And then one day it kind of clicked. Like, hey, this is homegirl's brother and i put it together and uh yeah so his my my brother's daughter is his sister's daughter it's pretty cool um but he kind of showed me the ropes and wrestling in the ring first time i ever got in the ring was with rex oh okay and um uh yeah he kind of he, he was also a booker for you in edge wasn't he? yeah yeah and uh <laughs> so edge took a break and when we took a break rex was the booker and i remember um he was standing pretty close to me and somebody said uh it might have been you <laughs> or it might have been brisk i think it might have been you i can't uh, remember I but somebody told rex it was like 
was like, God, I just hope it ain't the same product y'all left out with last time. And Rex made a comment, God, don't let Kendall hear that. <laughs> no, I think I may have told Rex something before that, um, what was it, about the booking one time. Yeah. It was like. The booking, I don't know who was booking, but yeah, it just wasn't. That, that was probably me. And it was, yeah, yeah. that's what it was. It, it just wasn't as great as it has been. I don't know if he made a booking change, and he was like, I don't let Kendall hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I had a I had a vision, and uh, and I was pretty stern with people. Like, we'd, even with Broderick, Broderick would come up and say something, and I would, I would tell him, you know, I don't want that. And Broderick would get frustrated with me. Because he wanted, he was like you. He wanted to do his his right, thing, right? And uh, uh, a lot of times, you know, we we would come together and have an agreement. But sometimes we butted heads, and oh, we yeah. we would get into it in the locker room. You know, like so, I remember he had a steel chair match with uh, Jordan, and I was wrestling somebody, and I remember I got cheated out of a win with a chair shot, and they beat me, and I chased them back to the back of the, I chased them down the aisle with that chair. And I threw it at him as they were going to the curtain and the chair. I come to the curtain and their match was next. And he was like, what was that? I was like, I just threw the chair at him and I'll come to the curtain. And he was like, and we're going out there for a steel chair match. It don't mean shit now. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. Man. I'm, I'm going to tell you, one of the best rivalries we had, though, was Redman and Broderick. Yeah. Yeah. Back ICW. Smithfield. Yes, sir. Dude, that, they tore it up. Yes, sir. The hype lived up to it. It did. That, I, mean, I remember when he came out there with that damn stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to pay some bills, and we'll be right back with a conclusion with Patrick Pittman. Is it recorded? We'll see. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Do you need your car detailed? Your house pressure washed? Will you call DLM Auto Detailing and Pressure Washing? Call David today at 252-885-8272. And we're back. <laughs> if y'all have heard that conversation we had with the microphones off. Uh, uh, so apparently Vince Russo sucked dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got out of it. So uh, there was a plane crash. Uh, and in the plane crash, uh, Triple H, Vince Russo, and uh, uh, Triple H, Vince Russo, and uh, uh, um, damn it. Yeah, I can't think who it was either. Okay. We need to do more research. Let's just let's just do this. In the plane crash, they all died. <laughs> what was saved? What was saved? Yeah. What? The wrestling business. <laughs> you know, honestly, Triple H I think would do a lot better if he was running WWE. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Vince is He gonna, will. I, I I don't know. They're talking about them selling, man. They're talking about Disney's talking about buying WWE. Oh my god! I heard that. I... <laughs> Play my music. <laughs> oh boy! Oh my god! But yeah, uh, I mean they're buying every fucking thing else. So. Yeah, I know. But I yeah, know. um. So if if 
Vince ever retires for WWE and Triple H takes it over, I yeah. think it would be a lot more compelling stories. A lot more. I mean, look what he did with NXT. Yeah. NXT was all – people were watching that more than they were watching the regular show. Yeah. So, I'm going I'm to say this again. We talked about it. I don't know if we talked about it on the air or not. But me, you, Vic, Freddie, mm-hmm. and T-Bone need to get together and uh, be partners and put one show together and split it and see what happens. I I, I think between the promotion, if we can get the sponsors yeah. and just promotions, I, I think people would come. Yeah. It's especially – you know, some of the guys are closer to our age. Right. You know, we're, we're not going to be WWE. We're not going to have the power of stuff, but I think we'd have a lot better storylines. I think if we did one show, mm-hmm. I think that uh, it could open up doors and open our minds a little more to, hey, we can still do this and maybe even try to make a run at it one time. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a conversation we need to have with yeah. them and uh so yeah i want people to ring in on this and see what you tell us what you think I, i'd be interested in it so uh now wrestling's out of the way wrestling's out of the way let's talk about your podcast <laughs> don't get me started do not get me started do not get me yeah, started. yeah because if you look up don't there's somebody else has one called okay. don't get me started right, don't do not get me started yes all right tell us about it um, it's mainly a political podcast. Yeah. I've been in politics for probably the last five, six years, really heavy. Um, I listen to a lot of political stuff online. And, and Do you watch any uh, news uh, um, outlets? I watch segments of everyone, even ones I don't particularly like. Yeah, Tucker Carson's my dude. <laughs> um, I do listen to people like Sean Hannity. Yeah, and, and I like him. I like Sean um, you know, Rush was a beast. Oh, God, yeah. But <clears throat> I tried to get a perspective from different views. Right. Um, and I'm always open to having a conversation with anybody right. about anything. Um, just my personality. I don't care. You know, I think what I think, you think what you think, so be it. If we don't agree, we don't fucking agree. We ain't supposed to always. Yeah, I'm getting them started, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I will, and and I'll start going off. But yeah, it's it's really a political podcast. I kind of go through, and in mine, I try to do a daily podcast. I try to do things that are current events, you right. know, things like that. Um, it's me, basically, you know, twenty thirty minutes of me ranting about different things. Um, and do you have guests on? Not yet. Okay. Um, I'm. I'm thinking about inviting a couple of people. Um, I actually was going to invite you to <laughs> there because I know you you're you're kind of into it too. <laughs> yeah. Um. And you know, if y'all listen to last episode, T, you can tell T Bone was into it too. Yeah. So I've I, I try not to him. get into it on this podcast, but every now and then it slips into it. Yeah. But you know, well, at least yours is yours is kind of a general. It just seems to be ICW related a lot lately. <laughs> lately, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, I'm hoping as it my pie crest grows a little more, mm-hmm. I can actually start talking to some political figures. Yeah. Um, 
because I'm not scared to contact anybody. What's the worst thing they're going to say? You know who I want to get on my show? Who's that? Keith Stone. Keith Stone? The sheriff in Nash mm-hmm. County. All you got to do, man, put in a call. I, 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 if you don't do it, I'll call him for you. I, I want to get him. I've had people reach out to him, some, some friends of mine reach out and um try to try to talk to uh some people to get them up here and uh yeah we didn't really go anywhere so we'll see like i said i'll i'll call him in a heartbeat I ain't, yeah i'm not scared to talk to anybody um i don't get starstruck and i don't get i'd like to get um i can't with my job what's what's my man's name uh the the lieutenant governor oh mark rob i love yeah. him man yeah he is awesome. Yeah, I want to get. He was in Rocky Mountain not too long ago at the Mills. Oh, was he? Yeah. Did he Capital was, Broadcasting on was that for? Yeah. He was. Uh, somebody went live on Facebook, and it was it was pretty uh pretty interesting. They were sitting right next to him, hearing him talk. It was pretty cool. Um, so you're conservative. I am. Yes, mainly. I've I've always been known. I've always identified as a independent. Okay. Until recently. Okay. Um, I am a registered Republican now. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm. I think I'm more libertarian. I believe the government should just leave everybody the fuck alone. Right. I um, agree. You know, um, if people want to go home roll a joint, what's the difference in that than going home drinking a twelve pack? Right. You know. Um, but I also believe that if man wants to own a gun, if he hasn't got a criminal record, right. Go for it. Right. You have a right to protect your family. Right. Uh, I also, you know, but I am pro-life. So I'm kind of in that in-between. See, see that's me. I'm a true patriot of this country. Like, and and by that, I mean, like, if you, I'm not going, I believe in freedom. Freedom of anything. Mm -hmm. So... I'm not going to talk shit to somebody about their political beliefs because no, that's they, your right as an American. Right. I, and, and, I, and I agree with that. Right. Now, I may not agree with where you stand, but for me to say you're wrong for doing that, no, you're not. I might call, that's I might call you doing. a dumbass. Right. <laughs> right. So, but that's your right. Yeah. And I, and I respect your right. And we can sit here, we can have a conversation about it, we can talk about the weather. You know what I'm saying? Well, and here's the problem, and, and I talk about this a lot on my podcast. The problem with America right now is everybody's too politically correct. Everybody's too scared to oh say what they God, really yes. want to say. Yeah. And this, and I kind of did it, started this podcast, one, because I needed to vent, mm-hmm. and my wife gets tired of hearing it. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'd let everybody else fucking hear it. Right. But, um, yeah. There's just too much people being too damn sensitive. Way too sensitive. Snowflakes. Yeah. Um, even you know, my, my son's 17. He he doesn't follow politics. But he, him and my 14, even my 14-year-old come home one day and said, Biden's a dumbass. <laughs> you know, and, he is, man. All this inflation. And he's, I mean, he ain't for the American people. He's for his own pocket. Well, he's always been like that. But You ever watch Theo Vaughn? Watch what? Theo Vaughn. Theo, Theo hmm. Vaughn. He's uh he <laughs> You got Netflix? Mm-mm. Okay. He he's got a special on Netflix. Huh? We watched it the other night and oh. I died. Like he is not politically correct at all. And he 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 in his jokes, he's kind of like very subtly telling people to toughen up. 
like get over it. You know what I'm saying? And, and that and that's the point. You know, we're raising a bunch of kids that are not going to be able to take care of themselves. Yeah, and then this critical well, race theory. Don't get me started on that. Do not get do, me. Started. Do not get me started on that. <laughs> like he said, he he made a good point. They were like, "Yeah, man, you got white privilege." He was like, "I grew up in the in the you know in the rough neighborhood, poor." He was like, "White privilege." He was like, "Man, missed that." <laughs> he was like, "I'm still waiting was, for mine to kick in." Do you do you think? He said, "Do you think I would steal everything from you and do all that to you and your people, would then move right next door and just not have it? <laughs> Somebody's got both our shit. We're struggling together, you know." We. That we're as a country, we are a very young country, and we have a bad history. Mm-hmm. It's not like that anymore. Yes, there's still dumbass people out there, right? And that really still think that certain people shouldn't be around, right? But ninety eight percent of us, as a white man, don't think like that. You know, you're right. Um. If you, if you come to this country legally and you want to make a better life for yourself, so be it. Welcome. Right. welcome. Right. But right. if you're coming here to take advantage of the system, we don't need you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And all this poor pitiful me shit, that, mm-hmm. that's got to go. Because that is bringing this country down. Like I said, these snowflakes. I said it once. I'll say it again. If we had a draft come back and these kids went, oh, God, we'd be fucked. They'd be out there trying to hug the enemy. To- oh, my God. You ever had a gun? I've been triggered. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not quite the same thing, but okay. <laughs> Here, go find a safe space. Yeah. And uh Theo Von Duke that is this is one of my favorite parts. He's like, My cousin got bit by a gay guy. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but see, and that that's another thing too that I, I consider myself libertarian about because yeah. And let's say Somebody next door to me moves in and they're gay. Yeah, it's not my business. Right, I don't care. I got a gay friend. Right, I, I told my wife. I said I want one. Of, I want a flamboyant gay friend. He's not flamboyant. But, um, but he he has a husband, mm-hmm. and uh, I grew up with him and his brothers, and he's a really cool guy, down to earth guy, and uh, I don't love him any less. You know, because what's what? Just like any other relationship, what happens behind closed doors is not my damn business. Right, it's not the government's business. It's not anybody else's business. Right. You know, if they're happy together, yeah, and they're in love and whatever, right? And le- let them be happy. Yeah, you know, I there. There's a lot of people out there that don't believe you know gay people should adopt children together. Right. I'm not like that because mm-hmm. I've seen straight people that have couples that have children that don't take care of them, right, or abuse them. If you know, if they get adopted to a lesbian couple or, or a gay couple, and <clears throat> They're taken care of and they're loved and they're fed and clothed. Right. And, you know, what's better off for the children yep. in that situation? Right. So yeah, that's why I consider myself more of a libertarian than a, a straight conservative Republican. Right. Yeah, everybody's just too damn sensitive, if you ask me. I do agree with that, though. And all this PC shit and they're trying to censor everything. And yep. It's just, uh, let's just go back to when we were tough you know what i'm saying when we had Hell, thick let's skin. just go let's just go back to the 90s now i'm trying to tell you man it was it's, it's a whole nother world out there these days a whole nother oh my god if you want to wear a mask wear the damn mask if, if you, you want to get a shot get the damn shot if you don't leave me the fuck alone yeah well 
You know, I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't have the shot. I have to wear a mask at work because I go in people's homes. Yeah. And, and a lot of I've, I've run into a lot of people say, "Hey, you don't have to wear that here." Yeah. And I'm like, huh, "Okay." Yeah, I don't wear my mask. <laughs> um, as far as I know, I'm supposed to, but I don't. I have not called it. My son had it. Yeah. Um, my 14 year old, he called it from school. Um, about two, two, three months ago. Yeah. And uh, he come one morning. I was getting dressed for work. He come in there and said, "You know, hey." I don't feel too good. I got a headache and I feel warm. We took his temperature. He was running a small fever. We decided that it'd be best just, just on since they had been had an outbreak yep. at the school. We ain't going to see him in the school. We'll go get him tested just to be on the safe side. Yeah. And come to find out it came back positive. Right. But the funny thing is by the time I cared him to get tested, he had to find, he was fine. The headache was gone. The fever was gone. I haven't tested positive for COVID, but I, I got sick for a day or two and I felt really bad and I had a slight fever. I was fine. And that's called a cold. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't go get tested. I, when I got over it, I went to work. <laughs> well, see, with my company being a big corporate company, we have to, if we feel sick or even if we were, if we were running a little, a, a small fever, we had to go get tested. Yeah. Because we're around customers all the time. Right. And that was just their policy. And I've been exposed to customers that I didn't know were COVID positive at the time. Yeah. I mean, I went to a man's house and he was standing there talking to me. And he's like, well, can you handle this? You know, do you need to go inside? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I can do everything outside. He said, well, I got an appointment in Chapel Hill. So he leaves. I had to order a part. I went back. Come to find out the appointment he had was a freaking COVID test and he turned out positive. <laughs> Man, so, there's people getting sick with this shot. Like I seen these clips the other day. It was like different people and saying like, if you get the vaccine, you can't spread COVID. You can't get COVID. You won't get sick. Da, da, da. And there's more people in the hospital now with COVID. Oh, and now they're telling people if you don't have the vaccine, you got COVID, stay home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's cities in in the in this country telling people that. Well, you know, it, to me this whole COVID thing, yes, it's a disease. I, I don't I'm not denying the fact that it's out there. The reaction to it is about control. Yeah. That's all that's all it is. Stay home. Do what we tell you to do. Mm-hmm. How far can we push you before you start pushing back? Right. And if we don't start pushing back on this, we're all going to be basically in German, 1943 Germany. Yeah. You know, you, you already got to show your papers to go places right. now. Right. Um, my wife got me concert tickets to go to a concert in April. Mm-hmm. And we've got to have a COVID test within 72 hours. We had or to, either a vaccine. We had to do the same thing for Ron White. We walk up, they're like, I'm like, uh, I pull up our phone, our email, where they send us the results. I'm like, here's my uh, private medical records you requested. Yeah, here, here's my medical records that only my doctor is supposed to see. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's got to the point now, you know, that the government has, they're, they're, once they take your liberties, they're not going to give them back to you. They're going to drag this out for as long as they can. And That's now right. that midterms are coming up, Y'all can expect about three or four more variants to come out right before election time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I'm I'm uh, ice ice tea. 
You ever you ever watch this guy talk? He uh he's the one that was on Special Victims. Yeah, you know? I know who Ice T is. He says I'm uh, older than you. I, I know who he is. <laughs> he says uh they ask him about guns. He said, Yeah, I got a gun. I said, Why do you have a gun? He's like, Because I live in a country that allows me to have a gun. He was like, Do you know? He was like, Yeah, but what if the government takes guns? He goes, Well, do you know why we have guns? It's our last stand against tyranny. Mm-hmm. Against the government. Man, it says it in the freaking Constitution. Yeah. He was like, so yeah, I got guns. I live in a country oh, that allows me to have guns. He's like, and I'm, I'm going to keep my guns. And yeah, so I like Ice-T. I like to listen to him talk. He's a Republican. Yeah, and you wouldn't. that's one you wouldn't picture if you looked at you Right, know? right. He, he doesn't fit the Republican mold. There was an episode of, of uh, Special Fitness. They were going into the bar to arrest this guy. And they're walking up. And the guy was like, he says something. He goes, anything else I need to know about you? Yeah, I'm a Republican. If you tell anybody, I kill you. <laughs> he walks in, they get this drunk. He's like, "You're under arrest." And the guy tries to fight him. He slams him on the ground. He goes, "You're under arrest. You have the right to an attorney. If you get Johnny Cochran, I kill you. <laughs> if you throw up in my car, I kill you." <laughs> yeah, but I'm right there with you, man. This this country is way too sensitive. I yeah. mean, there's a lot more stuff that has killed people than COVID. And, yeah, and. And the flu has is non-existent look, now. Look, ha, have you seen the symptoms for the um whatever Transformer are calling this new one? Omicron, Omicron. Um, got me, bro. But that new variant, that a that a Transformer? That, it could be. Um, but no, there's a that new Omicron Omicron variant. Yeah, the symptoms are the same as the freaking regular flu. Yeah, headache, fatigue, runny yeah. nose. It's like. Drink some fucking night we'll go to bed. You'll be out in the morning. <laughs> yeah. See, this is the this is the kind of shit that I talk about, but I usually have to talk by myself so I don't have no interaction. Right. right I do right, need right. yeah, I need a right. co host while I fucking think. Tell me tell me what you think about old um, Joe Biden. Oh how how long is this podcast gonna be? Because um <laughs> got about eleven more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um Joe Biden. In all honesty, I actually feel sorry for him. Yeah. Because I don't think he knows what he's doing. I think he has dementia. Um, I had a customer said that they were watching politics when I got there. Uh-huh. So I'm a talker, as you can tell. Yeah. Especially when it's something I'm passionate about. Right. We got to talk. He said his wife had passed away the year before, non-COVID related. Right. And he said she had dementia. And he sees the signs of dementia in that man. Yeah. I think that his wife put him up to running for president. Jill. I You don't think Obama? I think Obama had some say in it. Yeah. But I think it was Jill that pushed it. Yeah. Um I think the media has protected him dramatically. Who did he go up against and to um Oh for the Democratic um, race? There's like 14 fucking people. Yeah, who did it end up being between him and... Uh, uh, it was him. Let's see, Warren dropped out because Obama endorsed her before he endorsed Biden. Um, Who was the other one that he was... Uh, once he joined in, it was pretty much all about Biden. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. But... Anyway. Yeah. They won't import him either. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, I mean, because I remember seeing that Obama had um, endorsed Elizabeth Warren, 
mm-hmm. Pocahontas herself. Yeah, I remember her. Yeah. And I was like, how are you not going to support your vice, you know, your vice president? Right. He was your second in command, and right. you're going to support somebody else. That right there should tell you a lot. Yeah. Joe, he has no business running anything. He shouldn't run a fucking toy train set. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, he, and a lot of it's not, and a lot of it is not his fault, I don't think. I think right. a lot of it is he don't have his mind right. 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 I think, and I think I've said this before on one of my podcasts, every politician should have to take a mental exam before they're yes, sworn in. they're confident. And, you know, when, and you can probably remember this, I want to say it was like the third year, second and third year that Trump was in office, they were saying that he won't mentally able to yeah. be president and they wanted him to take yeah. a, a cognitive test. But we've seen a lot more from Joe Biden that needs to be questioned than we ever did from Trump. Trump was just an asshole. You know what we've seen from Joe Biden? <laughs> nothing. nothing. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yes, we have. We've seen prices rise. Yeah. I mean, nothing that he said was going to happen has happened. Um, first thing he did was fire a bunch of people, uh, raise gas prices, mm-hmm. raise everything. Left people in Afghanistan. Le- yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Trump, Trump handed him that on a silver platter. Yeah. You get the people out. I mean, it's common sense. You get the civilians out, then you get the military out, and you don't leave all that damn equipment over there. Right. If you go back on YouTube, you can find a speech that he did, Joe Biden did, back Mm -hmm. in the 80s, talking about leaving equipment in other countries, that hostile countries, that they're going to end up using it against us. Yeah. Now, what changed between then and now? Man, he's done that so many times where he's, he's, he's contradicted himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's been bunch. caught. He's been caught lying about his past. Yeah, there was one time somebody called him out. And was like, "What about this? You said this." He's like, "Come on, man, I was campaigning. Come on, man, I was lying to you." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's basically what it is. Yeah, and these people are like, "Oh, it's, it's the View, Whoopi, and them." Yeah, oh, it's just you gotta give him a chance. He's only been in there, uh, you know. What the fuck? He's only been in there a short time. Yeah, I know. Look, look. I, <laughs> I mean, the man's been in politics. Don't get me started. <laughs> Do not get me started. Do not get me started. But the man's been in politics for, what, 47 years? Yeah, and has done nothing. He's had one bill that I think's passed, and or he backed, and that was that three-strike rule. Yeah. So, you know, in 47 years, if you if I don't do my job in 47 yeah. days, my yeah. ass is fired. That's right. So... Who do you want to see run in 2024? Oh, honestly, I'd love to see Trump come back. Yeah. But I think, like T-Bone said, they're going to drag this January 6th thing as hard as they can. And that's what this whole that's how, that's what the whole January 6th thing is for. Right. The, the whole investigation is to try to find a way to make sure Trump can't run. Right. And they may end up doing it. They tried to impeach him twice, and it didn't work. Right. So now they're trying to make it so he can't run again. Yeah. If he doesn't, I would love to see DeSantos. Yeah. DeSantos is the fucking man. He is. He don't put up no shit. He's like he's like a mini version of Trump. I like, he's not I, as bad as and right. outspoken as Trump. Right. Trump was like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. 
well, we gonna do? Ooh, I'm fucking rich. Just yeah. go somewhere else. That's right. But DeSantos is one. He and he's looking after his state, his people, Floridians, and everybody else. Hey, y'all on your own. You in Florida? You my you're my responsibility. Right. They have been open, maskless. You know, no vaccine mandates, whatever. Right. And it has the lowest death rate or uh, infection rate in the country. Yeah. If not, well, one of, if not the lowest. Right. And then you got somewhere like New York City who is mandate, 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 and they've got one of the highs. Yeah. So what does that tell you? Something ain't working. There you go. <laughs> Something ain't quite right. Yeah. It's, I mean, it goes back to stop being scared of everything. Live your life. And, and to be honest with you, my family has done that. We, the, the first year of COVID, when everything was shutting down, yeah, I went to the beach like eight times. Right. I stayed down there. We went to the mountains a couple of times. We actually picked up a new hobby of hiking. Nice. You know, camping out and stuff like that. And we love it. We're still going to do it even right. when COVID goes away or if it ever goes away, if they ever allow it to go away. Right. But we didn't live our life scared. Right. We didn't stay home because, oh, somebody could be sick. Right. People get sick every day. Yeah. People get cancer every day. That's right. And one of the things that bothers me is, one of the things that bothers me is the mental aspect of it. If you think you're going to get sick, if you think you're going to die, if you think, you know, you hear it all the time when people get a disease that's considered terminal, their mindset determines, I think, how long they live. Yeah. If you give up, yeah, you, you're going to die. That's right. That's right. If you got fight in you, who knows? You might fucking beat it. Right. And a lot of people do. And, um, <clears throat> Man, it's 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 a it's it's a world out there that is uh, the media's got you scared to to say or do anything. The media uh, has been a big part of what's an issue with this COVID. Yeah, and not not just COVID, but with the, the with the with the the, the race issue. Yep. Every everything, mm-hmm. everything you can't. This ain't a free country no more. You can't turn on the TV without them trying to scare you with something. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, well, we're running out of time, brother. And, uh, well, I appreciate you having me, man. I I've enjoyed it. On. Yeah. We had to have you back, man. I'm going to have to get you on mine one day and we just talk politics. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. I love it. <laughs> I, man, I enjoy it. Yeah. Usually I got notes and everything, but when I got somebody up here, I know I just kind of wing it. Yeah. And I think that's the best way sometimes. Sometimes it is. Yeah. All right, y'all. Check out uh, Patrick Pittman. Uh, he's on Anchor and uh, Spotify. Spotify. And uh, he uh, do not get me. St- is it do not get me started? Do, do not get me started. Is it? Will your name be under Patrick Pittman? Yes. Yeah, okay. By Patrick Pittman. Yeah. I'm, I'm on Twitter. I'm on uh, Gitter. What's your? That a dating site? Was it? No, <laughs> oh get, yeah, I've been on that website. <laughs> no, Gitter's get get like a uh, conservative Twitter. I got gotcha. you. They nope. don't. They don't. What? what's your twitter account um do not get me star okay because they wouldn't let me put keep I, going i got you and uh you're on facebook patrick pittman i am so y'all hit them up look them up and uh all right man i appreciate you coming on appreciate being here man
All right. This good is, seeing you. Good seeing you, buddy. This is uh, Chewing the Fat, and I'm Portchot Williams with Patrick Pittman. <laughs> Thank you.